Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, family? It is Speak. About to be an incredible show. The best 90-minute show of your life. Schultz on the far end. He's hype. You could be watching any show. You're watching ours. We appreciate you. NFL Insider Jordan Schultz, how you feeling? We got something in the mix. What's up, Pacho? <laughs> horns up, not horns down. Hey, you can put them there if you want to. This is not OU. This is UT, right? Uh, we, are, we are just getting acquainted. Horns Burn up orange. for Burn right orange. now. To his right, the brilliant Dr. Joy Taylor. Joy, how we living? Actually, I control you with that more than I do, I guess, right? What's that? The... Well, off, we should start doing that when his take is bad, Shady. <laughs> Shady got a bad pinky. Do Shady up, can't even do, do it right. Get that right, pinky right. problem. Yeah, <laughs> Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn, Shady, McCoy. Okay, we're having too much fun on this set. Have fun with us as we dive into the next topic. A lot, and I mean a lot of excitement in New York right now for the Jets. They've acquired Aaron Rodgers. Everything has been going great, but has it? They faced some reality at yesterday's joint practice with the Carolina Panthers. The offense went three and out in a two-minute drill. Then some of the Jets players were asked about Aaron Rodgers' patience level. You have to listen to this. He's been, like I said, real patient, real, real, um, you know, lenient with us and, and, and just working with us and making sure that we get everything down, um, you know, which is what we need. But I can imagine that going the other way, you know, if it doesn't pick up. I sense frustration from everybody. Everybody on the old line, Aaron, coaches. I mean, you can't you can't go out and go three and out in a two-minute drive like that. Yeah, I think there was a disappointment from from the whole team. Disappointment from the whole team. Joy, the honeymoon phase of any relationship, particularly the relationship that we are all witnessing, I believe that it could come to an end sooner. Then later, Shady and I, we talked about this yesterday. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in Dang. the mouth. Well, the Jets in their first joint practice with the Carolina Panthers, Panthers yep, all of a sudden they tasted a little blood. Panthers drew a little blood, it seemed like. Two-minute drill at the end of practice, and now you have wide receivers talking about Aaron Rodgers' patience will eventually run thin. The honeymoon phase, I believe that it will only last for maybe a quarter, maybe a half. As soon as they see those Buffalo Bills, week one, as soon as they see hopefully Von Miller healthy coming off the edge, Milano at linebacker, Tredavious White, Shady's homeboy, another year removed from that ACL, Micah Hyde in the back end, Jordan Poyer in the back end, and if DeMar Hamlin happens to start because Micah mm -hmm. Hyde is still recovering, that will be energy the honeymoon phase, I believe, could come to an abrupt ending in New York with the Jets. So much glitz glamour, but also so much drama. How long do you think the honeymoon phase will last? Until their first loss. How long does the honeymoon phase last? Until your first fight. Mm. Right? And then we're like, oh, this is what it is. <laughs> and we got to do this forever. <laughs> Hopefully there's more of the honeymoon than this. That's how it works. Their first loss 
It's going to be a bombardment of questions from the media. The fans are going to start to pick everything apart. No, it doesn't matter. They're not going to go undefeated. They're going to lose games this year. But that's not the point. The point is this is the team going into this NFL season. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has left the Green Bay Packers in, in dramatic fashion. Mm-hmm. The New York Jets, who are desperate to even make the playoffs, add a four-time MVP. It's New York. We've talked about Aaron Rodgers every day mm. for the past two Literally. years. This Literally. is, this mm-hmm. is the moment. So as soon as there's a loss, which is perfectly reasonable, it's okay. I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm pretty sure the Jets are going to lose a game this year. It's not going to be the end of the world, but you're talking about honeymoon phase. This is when it starts. When things start to get a little sketchy and the first loss is, the when, is when it's sketchy, that's when things are going to start to get testy. Shady, you've been a part of a lot of incredible teams. You've won two Super Bowls, one with the Chiefs, one with the Bucks. But the team that probably got the most hype was a team that fell short. It was the whole dream team, Philadelphia Eagles, Namdi Asamoah yourself, D-Jack, uh, our guy J-Mac, Asante yeah. Samuel, Love all of the names. There was a honeymoon phase, and that one came to an end very quickly. So you know those honeymoon phase ending, but the Jets, <clears throat> when will this one yeah. And when I got the question today, I was wondering, how can I answer this? And when you say honeymoon phase, it's like, okay, every team has this. Everybody's excited, a new season. But then I think we have um, accumulate a lot of losses in a row because I think that every team's going to lose this year, yep. right? I don't think no team's going to go undefeated. So when I was reading, I'm like, how can I, you know, give my take on it and be as honest as possible? And I think with the leadership of Aaron Rodgers, right, with a new team coming together, these, these practices that you have, joint, joint practices with other teams, like, it's going to happen like that. Because first of all, for the viewers out there, you are not scouting the other team, right? So it's like, okay, if you're playing, the, the Jets are playing, the, the Broncos, that the whole week you know what they do on two-minute drill. You know everything about them. Where when joint practice, you don't really do that. You don't have the time for it. Everybody's not trying to game plan for that team or for that practice. So that's why I wanted to take a halt and really look at what's really going on. They had a bad practice. It happens, right? You got to get better and better and better. I think that when you get to the preseason games, maybe game three, where you're actually game planning and preparing for that team, then you can really see what the team really has. So I don't know if I can say, like, the honeymoon phase is really over because you got to go through, like, a, a, a long period of losses. You talk why? about that, 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 that year you talked about with yes, us? Sir. We started 4-1. Mm-hmm. And then we start losing two, three in a row. Then it's, oh, it's over. That's when it came. Why to multiple end. losses? It's very interesting. You say it takes multiple losses. Why is one loss not enough in your mind for the honeymoon phase? Yeah, because everybody's gonna lose. Like, like we watched last year. We watched the the, the Chiefs lose to the Colts, yep. and we knew what type of team they were. Yeah. Right. We 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 lost. We watched Dallas get to to, to the to against the Texans. They got real real close. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that like like a loss doesn't define who the team is. Now, why I say. Um, a lot of losses in a row is because how do you answer back, right? How does the coach deliver that message to the team? How can I have my guys still prepared to play this game without getting down on yourself, you know, complaining and, you know, and pointing fingers? Yep. How do we stop that? See, I would say this is a good thing. It happens now in Spartanburg, South Carolina, in the heat. What is a good thing? Some of this adversity where Aaron Rodgers says we're not playing like a Super Bowl team right now. It's early. But we're not practicing right. These are bad habits. This is why you have that Super Bowl pedigree. I know, Joey, he's only won one. But you have that championship yeah, pedigree, four MVPs, one of the greatest quarterbacks all time. This is why you have Aaron Rodgers. It's not just for the great throws that the D.C. said. Only one human on earth could make. Otto said maybe a couple more. Could now. <laughs> this isn't 2014. But this is why you have Aaron Rodgers. Because when you start to have things that maybe spiral a little bit, yep. he can catch them early and say no. 
I'm 39 years old. I've been in this league 15 years. This is not how we build a championship contender. This needs to stop now before week one against Buffalo where it could really be a problem. Jordan, call me out. Please call me out because what I am doing right now might be a little self-fulfilling prophecy. I will continue to hark on the fact that the Jets canceled a mandatory minicamp one week. You one don't month like that. You didn't I like didn't that. like it. Didn't like because that. now... All of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers was like, we're having some passing game issues. We'll get to that later in the show. Now, all of a sudden, you're shocked, you're surprised, not really, when the Carolina Panthers draw a little bit of blood. And I'm thinking, Jordan, the Jets do not have the luxury of taking any of this time off. That's why I said yesterday during our show, I believe the Jets were a little too confident. Everybody's supposed to be confident, I understand that. But I'm sitting here thinking to myself, the Jets should be preparing for adversity. The Carolina Panthers... We're not good, and I do not believe that they will be good this year. At most, they will win nine games. I hope that they do for Bryce Young's sake. So I'm thinking to myself, the honeymoon phase is going to end before the good part even starts. Because week one, they got the Bills. Then after the Bills, they got the Cowboys. Then the Patriots. Then the Chiefs. Philly. Then the Broncos. Then the Eagles. I don't even know how, Joy, a honeymoon phase can really get going with that kind of gauntlet. Well, that's why I said I think it'll end early. But it's okay. The honeymoon phase is not really supposed to last all year long. You're supposed to face some adversity. You're going to bounce back from losses. You're going to bounce back from, from injury. So it's fine. The best teams are what? Battle-tested. In fact, teams that have these long honeymoon phases throughout the regular season, we start to pick apart. Oh, well, you know, they and care the more about being undefeated or they care more about going to the postseason. Or, or have they really – what did they say about what Philly about all Eagles? year last year? Yeah. Shady and I were out here fighting for our lives, trying to say it didn't matter, but they didn't really play anybody. Let's start looking at their schedule. So it's almost a good thing to have a team bounce back from a loss, particularly if it's early. So it's not the end of the world if the honeymoon phase ends early. And to your point about them being overconfident and Jordan's point about what's happening now, it's a good thing. You should feel confident, but you should also know everybody else out there is trying to take you down. And they are also professionals, and they are also Mm -hmm. talented. And some of them have great defensive players that can impose their will on your really stunning new offense. So this is a good thing to happen now. What I'm interested in is what Shady said, which is when things really start to get a little weird in the middle of the season, how does Aaron Rodgers respond, and how does this team, with a lot of talent, but a lot of young talent respond. Mm-hmm. Shady told the story lots of times about what happened with the Bucks. Started seven, seven and five, five. went One, into the bye, straight. and then what happened? Got rolling, yeah. But wasn't a big part of that having Tom Brady there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, leader, yeah. yeah. PFF ranked the Jets last year as the second best defense. Just relax. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers knows he is a smart football player. He knows he doesn't have to be peak Aaron Rodgers 2014. Sure. He has to be a B. Just like we said yesterday, Dak has to be a B. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to be perfect for this team to contend. So he's got to be feeling pretty good right now. He's got his old friends. He's got Alan Lazard. He's got Randall Cobb. They have a very good offense. He's feeling good, but go ahead, Tufa. No, I, I, I want to know your take on it, like, sir. They can lose games. Any of these teams can lose games. Like, what's the big deal about it? Like, I don't expect the, the, the Jets to go out here and just be 7-0 right off the back. The big deal for me is, again, in watching Hard Knocks, and I probably watch Hard Knocks far too intently, there seemed not an air of arrogance, but, Shady, to me, there's a fine line between cockiness 
and confidence. Mm -hmm. To me, confidence is having faith in an ability you can back up. Mm -hmm. Cockiness is you got faith in an ability you can't back up. I don't know yet that the Jets can back all this talk up because I just haven't seen it yet. I, well, I just feel like all the better teams that I played on, they all had tremendous amount of confidence. It might be a little bit too, too cocky or it might have just been super confident, but the best teams I played on that won and went out there and won championships, them dudes was arrogant. Yep. I remember playing with the Chiefs, like, man, we, we down 24. Like, ain't nobody tripping. Ain't everybody's still the same, right? And, and that's just, a, 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 I think, the, having a leader like Patrick Mahomes, right? He's like, hey, we're going to win this no matter what it is. And I think Aaron Rodgers has that in him. And, I, and if you pour that into the team, it's like, no matter what they, they, they give us, no matter what the adversity is, we still going to find a way to win games. Let me so ask you this question. I, I like that, the confidence. What is the difference? Because that Dream Team 2011 team, mm -hmm. y'all started actually 1-4, finished 8-8. Eight eight. The mm -hmm. next year you start 3-1. The next year you start, okay, start 4-1. Four, four start 4-1. Yeah, 4-1. Um, what is the difference on those teams you were a part of? Because you're a part of a team that was super confident and cocky. Yeah. But then you don't go, don't finish very well. But then you're part of a team that wins the Super Bowl that's very confident and cocky. Yeah, so both for confidence with a lot of talent. Probably is more talent than the, on a losing team. The difference was turnovers, right? You can't win games with turnovers. Uh, at that time, Mike Vick was turning the ball over, right? Um, as a team, I won't even say Mike, as a team, yeah. we turned the ball over. And you can't win like that. There'll be times where we be, we'll be having three, four turnovers and we still be in the game because we were so talented. That was, that was the difference. It wasn't the confidence, it wasn't the cocky part, it was the turnovers. If we didn't have that part, we might have been. Do you think that, it, does, did any arrogance in your mind, like, could arrogance be a downfall in my mind? Like, could arrogance have led to something? I, I don't know. I, I think you need arrogance. I mean, we, we think differently about stuff like that, but I, yeah. I think you need confidence. I, I don't like the player that's, oh, I'm going to have a good day today. Hopefully it works out. <laughs> nah, I want the player, I'm going out there to, to have a great game. Deion Sanders one time told me this. We were talking about, like, um, great players. He said, in great cornerbacks, and we saw my Revis. I'm a pit guy, a Revis pit guy. He said, the thing about Revis that makes him different than other corners like, like himself, he said, there's, there's oh, sh oh shit, you know, mm -hmm. p p uh, uh, cornerbacks, and it's hell yeah. Some cornerbacks, the ball's in the air, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's some cornerbacks like, hell yeah. yeah. And that's the player that you need on your team. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is that version of quarterback. I Aaron Rodgers wants third and 17, game on the line. Let me make that game-winning throw. I mean, I'm losing my papers here. I think the <laughs> yeah. Jets have everything, and it's because of AR. That dude is... Is, is he him? I think he's him. him. Everyone's whoa, him whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't say he's him because he, he took a step back. He's still a really, really good player. I can't. But I throughout keep it his honest. career, he's been him. Yes. Oh, Number 12. His career, yeah. All I know is uh, everybody who wants to know about me, please ask Jordan Schultz. So he can bring that energy. <laughs> I think I just scared Joy. Taylor. Joy thinks he's Joy nuts. Is a Joy is her. <laughs> oh, Joy is her. Yeah. Okay, well, speaking about having an elite amount of confidence, Micah Parsons, he says that he is the man to lead the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. And where he from? He's from Harrisburg. I don't know what it is. Right? We got to talk about that next on Speak. Remember, catch us every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Let's get to it. Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and in! And we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, let's get back to the NFL. Let's focus on football. Cowboys haven't been to a Super Bowl in nearly 30 years, but their defensive star, Micah Parsons, he is over the drought. The two-time All-Pro said, quote, I can't wait for mine. I've only been here two years, and I'm tired of watching, close quote. Shady, where Micah from? Harrisburg. From Harrisburg. Harrisburg. (laughs) Shady, had the pleasure of chopping it up with Micah when we went to practice two days ago. He saw him right before the team got to doing their little different individual drills. Can Micah, who is an absolute phenom, an absolute stud, one of the uh, best defensive players we've seen in the last 20 years, can he lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl? Notice I didn't say Dak. Right. I said so, Micah. So Micah is by himself. Just lead him. Can he be the galvanizing factor? I mean, he is that good. He, he is. is that great. I got to say no. I mean, nowadays you need some help. I think of a guy like Aaron Donald, as great as Aaron Donald is, and I think Parsons is really great, but he has a long way to get to Aaron Donald, but he's on the right path. Mm-hmm. Even he needed some help. And, and you look at the, the players they had with, with, with um, Cooper Cup yeah. and Matthew Stafford. Cooper year. Nowadays, Ooh. you need some offense. Nowadays, you need a quarterback. If you look at the last three championships, three or four, mm-hmm. you, go, you got Brady, you got Matthew Stafford, Pat, you have Pat Mahomes twice. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I think you need some defense, and Parsons is – if you have a, a solid offense, you don't even need a great one. This is a solid offense. And you have a guy like Michael Parsons, that's the championship DNA. Yeah. But by itself, it's going to be tough, bro. It's going to be really, really tough. Where you at, Schultz? I think he can. I think he is that special. I, I, I said the other day, he's generational. He, he might not even be generational. He might be once in a lifetime. I used to say Dwayne Wade was a generational player. Michael Jordan's a once in a lifetime. Mm. Parsons is that. I, I believe he's that good. I believe he's that smart. I talked earlier about Dan Quinn telling me he is – that sensational of a talent, but more importantly, the drive, the work ethic. We also said he's still learning the position. He's still learning so how to rush. Man. He didn't really do that at Penn State. So you think about how old he is, the ceiling, the team is really good, 1 through 53. I believe Micah Parsons can lead Dallas to Super Bowl. I, I, I would say that if he's great and continues to get better, that'll do so much for Dak Prescott. It'll open up so many things for CeeDee Lamb in that offense that he can do it. So the answer is yes. I want to say yes because I think Micah influences the game so much. He's just an outlier type of player. He's not just a defensive player. He, he ends drives. Mm-hmm. He scores points as a defensive player. He's a constant disruptor. So I want to say yes. But it's just a different... And if you could score in 13 seconds, <laughs> like, what is, what are you, that's 13 seconds. It don't matter. That's too much time to leave for Patrick Mahomes. That's a little, that's the NFL that we're in right now. So as much as I want to, to say yes, and, and I think he is that type of player, when I look at how Super Bowls are won and what quarterback is on the other side of, of those games, how do you how do you defend that? How do you score? How do you? It's too much time for Patrick Mahomes. Thirteen seconds. That's crazy. And when we think about the last time a player led a team to a Super Bowl, we would say Ray Lewis, a defensive player, mm-hmm. right? It would be Ray Way Lewis. And James Harrison. I'd 2000, say. 2012 and two thousand were the Ravens' yeah. Super Bowl years. Defensive, right. 
Their passing offense in 2012 was ranked 15th and 22nd. I don't think you can do that in, a, in, a, in an era like this. It doesn't matter how de- good your defense is. Now, you, obviously, you can talk about the big defensive plays in these past Super Bowls, but I just think the era with the passing game, it's, it's so hard to see. And another thing is, like, like so winning the Super Bowl is one thing, but getting there is a whole other thing. Right? Mm-hmm. That's, I feel like sometimes it's, it's harder to get, get there, there to, to win it. Yeah. But then you look at, let's look at last, last season, right? Micah was, was a hell of a player. He was one of the best players on that field. And their defense did their part. Yeah. They got stops. They shut them down. They made them punt. They made them punt. Yeah. But what happened? The turnovers from his team led them to lose. So as much as I want to say Parsons could, could do it himself because he's that good, he's that good, he's that great, you got to look at the, the, the factors of playing football. I'm a 2-5 on this. It's like I think Micah Parsons could win the Cowboys the Super Bowl if he's in yeah. the game. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're thinking like Von Miller with Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If he's yeah. in the I game. I can see that for sure. Oh, easy. Where he just has strip a dominant yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. If he's in the game, I think he can win it for the Cowboys. The issue, like Shady has attested to, it's the getting them there. That's so tough. Because the last time a defensive player of the year won the Super Bowl was Joy's Pittsburgh Steelers, James Harris. James Harris. Yep. Yep. And then even in the game, if you all remember, Remember, 100 yards, yeah, pick the pick, the pick, all the way to the yeah. crib. So not only did he... And he had a sack that game, there, too. You get a pick six, taking it back. Yo, that's a legitimate 14-point swing. Right. They're about to score, yeah. and then you go score. But who that's was the playing difference quarterback in the game. Here's still the, had Big Ben playing quarterback, so yep. that, that matters. But here's, yep. here's the counter to saying he can only do it once they're there, is that Micah Parsons is a force multiplier, domino effect. So everything yep. he does makes everyone else better. Sure. Right? Aaron Donald did that. Yep. He's done that. Lawrence Taylor did that. I hate to bring up Lawrence Taylor again, but that's what I see. But if he, if you're going to keep, but Lawrence using, Taylor did it twice, and Donald did if, it once. If you are going to keep speaking about Parsons in that way, he has to do these things. If you're going to call him a not just a generational talent, once, a, once in, a in a lifetime talent, he, is one of those. he has to do a he has to do one once a in a lifetime thing. Yeah. Because thus far, he hasn't done a once in a lifetime thing. He's on the third best trajectory of anybody we've ever seen. So yeah, like I mean, Shady said, he is doing what Aaron Donald has done, but. If, you're, if we're going to speak of Parsons in that way, then he's going to have to do what you're saying he is capable of doing, which is something once in a lifetime. And you talk about Aaron Donald closed that game out. Yep. I'm not sure if he closed the game at all. But Matthew Stafford went down there to score. Sure. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He, he, him and Cooper Cup, yeah. they, they worked that drive. Yeah. They scored. And then it came got the defense. And then my boy AD said, give me that ring. Yeah. But I, and I can see Parsons dominating the game like that because he's that good. But he, need, he needs his quarterback to put points up and to protect that football. Yeah, That's the one the thing game. that Micah can't erase is turnovers right. by That's the true. offense. You can still go points. I've been thinking about this the last couple of days. I think I was wrong when I said he's a generational player. I think that's too light. I, I agree. Think he's right. a once in no, a no, no, I, I agree with that. Here, Parsons is like, here's the he, problem. Here's the yeah, problem. He's a, he's a different level. I just think at some point, like, Parsons needs to give us that 20 sack year this year. Okay. Because where I'm at with you, Schultz, is like, Parsons, we're speaking of Parsons kind of like we spoke of Russ before last season. I say that to say we're projecting. Joy called me out on it one time. like, oh, you make a really good point. We all said Russ was a Hall of Famer because we assumed that he, he was, was going to keep, keep doing what he's right, doing. Right. But to say that Parsons is a once-in-a-lifetime talent based on. on two 13.5 sack years, I can't say that only because we right. saw Bond do it. But Russ ain't never been this good like Parsons No, 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 no. I'm saying the point of projecting. Like, we, we're making I, a Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, but he's, he's doing it. Oh, wait. It's rookie. Hold up. 
Hold on a second. We both was rookies. Yes, sir. We know how hard that is. No doubt. He was all pro as a rookie as yes, a sir. baby. Hey, hold up. He sat at Penn State. He even played his last Agreed. year. Okay? So you come to the league and just get all pro. Boom, hard to do. You know what? Maybe, do it again. You know what? Maybe I was lucky. I yeah, was lucky. Do it again. He's from Harrisburg. We get lucky sometimes. <laughs> he do it again in the, same, in the same fashion. So we can't say it's a projection. This is what he does. But I'm saying we have seen rookies be all pro before. All I'm saying is this. If you say Ooh. once in a lifetime, if you well, say Michael Taylor Jordan, is one of them, bro. if you say Michael Jordan, he's on, like, that, he's on yeah, that projector. He's on that. He's, he's on that path. All bro. of this, of course, is, is projecting. Because if, if his career ended today, he wouldn't be. So, right, of course, we're right. projecting that he's he is going on to that trajectory. And, and he could take a big step he, up that, this year. Yes. And, like, and we're forgetting how young he is. That, to me, is like once Parsons does that 20-sack season, like J.J. Watt did, like Alton Smith did, yeah. like Vaughn flirted with, like T.J. Watt did, like, you know what I mean? That's when I'm like, hey, you know what? But it's just, it's, it's just interesting. Again, I'm a defensive player, so I'm probably a little bit more particular. You should love what he's doing. I absolutely love it. But to, 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 oh hear, to hear MJ, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm what's what's TJ Watt? Is TJ Watt, you know what I mean? Like, what's Miles Garrett? What are play, what's Nick Bosa? What are players who have won Defensive Player of the Year? Like, because we're not talking about them like that. And they've won Defensive Player of I the think, Year. I, I mean, think but, Bosa, Bosa and Watt are in that conversation. Garrett's close. We ain't got four Michael Jordans, coach. No, but <laughs> we ain't got four of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't got four of them. So, again, if once, I won't even say if. When? Because I believe it will happen. When Parsons gives you 20 sacks. Like, we're talking about Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald gave you 20 at D-tackle. Listen, that's why I say AD's the best defense player of all time. He's doing that as a a three-tech, right? But but if you even take him away, let's think about Parsons. Like, the the, the route that he's on, the Mm -hmm. path he's on, like, bro, that's... Yes. But the the original question was was also, is he putting too much pressure on himself? And the answer for me is no, because... This is how special he is. This is what he does. Yeah. And this is yeah. what he does. What he yeah. does. He's yeah. not surprised. He, he probably would say he should have gotten three, four yep. more sacks last <laughs> year. Andy from Harrisburg, you know how we get there. I thought it was Alec Cooper, though. No, there's Not Alec Cooper. Harrisburg. Harrisburg. Philly, Philly. Harrisburg. Ricky Waters is from there, too. We got players, though. Don't get crazy. Underrated running Don't get crazy on here. All right, coming up, family, we got to transition to the offensive side. There are several quarterbacks who better win this year or their careers or their tenures with their teams could come to a drastic halt. We'll talk about that next on Speak. If you walk away, you better run back. We'll be here. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. 
Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Okay, family, let's talk about the most important position and the most important sport in the country. That's quarterbacks, y'all. I need my rock before we do anything else, Craig. I need my rock. Thank you, sir. There are some marquee players on the field this season, but several of them must win now. If not, their tenure with the team could come to an end. I'm going to give you all the top five quarterbacks who must win this year, starting with number five. Kirk Cousins. Now, Kirk Cousins has done a phenomenal job making money, but in case you did not hear, his owner earlier this week deferred when asked about Kirk Cousins' future. He said, you know what? I'll defer to the general manager. How do you own the team and defer on the face of the franchise and his security with that team? That tells me, hey, Kirk, you got Justin Jefferson. You must win now at number four, Lamar Jackson. When he signed his contract, highest paid player in football. New offensive coordinator. Some phenomenal offensive weapons. The dude has five freaking former first round picks at wide receiver. Lamar Jackson, you must win now at number three. Justin Herbert. Everybody knows and everybody continues to convince me how good Justin Herbert is. Last year, first round pick, offensive tackle. This year, first round pick, wide receiver. You add Kellen Moore, one of the most brilliant offensive minds in football. Justin Herbert, you must win now at number two. Justin Fields. Now remember, the Chicago Bears have the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. It's the most prized commodity you could have and they traded it away because they trusted Justin Fields. Well, now, Justin Fields, the time is yours. You must win now. And finally, at number one, Russell Wilson. Remember what the Seattle Seahawks received in order to get Russell Wilson. Couple first-round picks. Well, Russell Wilson was so bad last year, Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach, got fired, and they had to recruit Sean Payton from the New Orleans Saints. Russell Wilson, you must win now. Those are the top five players that got to win right now. You can take the rock back as I head to the desk. Oh, come on now. You got to catch it now, Craig. You got to catch it now, Craig. Aguilar. Sitting here, Shady. Shady with the shade. Shady with the shade. Um, Let's focus on the number two player because Jordan Schultz off camera has made some very bold comments, but rule of thumb on this show, we don't bring off camera combos on camera without permission. Unless you want to. Unless you want us to. (laughs) Unless you want to. So let's see, as I ask you, can Justin Fields be this year's Jalen Hurts? What I mean by that, take a tremendous jump. Yes, he can. (laughs) Justin Fields is the truth. Justin Fields has MVP talent. Hmm. He was unbelievable at Ohio State. We saw him on QB1 Beyond the Lights coming out of, was it Gainesville, Georgia, small town. He was he has been that guy since he was a kid. He's always been the next proverbial great quarterback. Quincy Avery, who's been working with Justin Fields since he was a kid himself, said to me that Justin Fields in his 20-plus years is the only guy that absolutely demands to come in on off days and throw five days a week. He said so much so that he has to actually tell the guy, 
get out of the building. You need to rest. And Justin Fields wants it that badly, Acho. He wants that much to be the next great quarterback in Chicago. I believe he can get there. I believe this season, 3,000 rushing, 1,000 no, passing, passing yep, 1,000 rushing, mm. and 30-plus touchdowns. Now, you do realize no other quarterback outside of Lamar Jackson has, has ever it. had 3,000 passing, 1,000 rushing. You think Justin Fields can do that? I think, the, I think you combine Justin Fields' talent and his work ethic. Coming in on off days, I know that, that sounds trite. That matters. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore is that much of a difference maker. They got him good when player. they traded at number one. Really good player. Really good. They extend Cole Komet. They've taken care of the offensive line. They're going to run the football. To me, the Chicago Bears, are a, they're pushing the playoffs this year, mm-hmm. and Justin Fields asserts himself into that conversation that we had last year where we talked about Geno and Trevor Lawrence and Daniel Jones coming into that top ten area. So when you ask me, is, does Justin Fields have that type of Jalen Hurts season? I think he can get there. Shady, you've been very blunt about Justin Fields. I don't like to say you've been hard on somebody because if you're talking the truth, which you usually yeah. have been just, objectively just what I see on Justin yeah, Hurts, like, you, but you have been very blunt. Some people try to sugarcoat things. Nah, yeah. you, you straight cayenne pepper. Um, <laughs> Justin Fields, can he make a Jalen Hurts jump? I think they have a good year. I'm, I'm not sure if the, the Jalen Hurts jump, that, that was a big jump. Right. When Jalen Hurts, I mean, he took his team to the Super Bowl. Right. He was all pro. He was second in MVP voting. So I don't know if he can make that that adjustment or that jump. But I think he'll have a good year. I, they brought some pieces to him. Right. They, they got some linemen. They got they, they gave him a wide receiver um, and DJ Moore, who's really, really good. But I got to see it. Right. When you talk about Jalen Hurts, I mean, Jalen Hurts and his what, 25 starts. He's had he's had 300 yards passing nine times. You look at 25 starts for Justin uh, Fields. Mm-hmm. He has none. I didn't see him throw the ball. Running the ball is not as easy. I think he can do that very, very well at a high level. Yeah. Making guys men scoring touchdowns, plays are broken up. He can make the best of them. I didn't see him throw the ball all the time. Everybody talked about how, oh, man, he needs some wide receivers. Well, I know some wide receivers that played over there. I won't say names, and they were saying the same thing. We need a quarterback to throw us the ball. So I'm, I'm really watching his tape this year, and I'm really going to dissect his game. You talked about how good he was in high school and college. I can't think of a bad quarterback that played at Ohio That's State. Right. Yeah. In the NFL really or not the NFL. Point. They've really all been point. good there. College, yeah. Right? They all got great talent. Alabama and Ohio State, they have the most talent in the NFL. That's yeah. what it is. I didn't even see that now. Now we're in this elite level where everybody's good. What's he going to do? And when you're saying 3,000 yards passing and 1,000 yards rushing, whoo, that's like MVP talk. Mm-hmm. So unless you say he's an MVP, we got to see that. We got to see it. Okay, so it's a complicated answer because 3,000 passing yards, if he takes a step up passing the ball this year, that's doable. He passed for 2,242 yards last year. So if DJ Moore is that much of an influence and the offensive line is fixed and he can throw the ball the way that he was throwing it in college and the talent all comes together, I don't see why he couldn't hit 3,000 and, and close to 1,000 yards rushing. You would hope he needs to rush less. What, he had 2,200 last year? He had 2,200 passing yards, 1,143 rushing yards. So, ideally, if the, yeah. the offense is balanced, because that did not work last <laughs> he year. He had 1,100 yards rushing last yeah, year. Yeah, but he had to also. I would like to see him modify a little bit. He can't sure. run Sustain that it. much. Like that's, if they have that much rushing from him this year, they're going to end up in the exact same place mm-hmm. that they were last year, which was 3-12. and 12. Maybe they win one more game. But that's not a sustainable offense. That's not, that's not going to work. Why don't you think so? Because we've seen Lamar do it. He ain't Lamar. Oof, really? First, what? You think he's Lamar Jackson? 
You don't think he's capable of being that? Well, I also think that the Ravens are a more talented team. Like, the, the Ravens, ha- Ravens always have, have a defense. A ton of like, they, they, have a, they have a Super Bowl winning coach. Like, there's, they're, they're not the same organization here. Mm-hmm. Like, the organization as a whole has got to crank it up as well. I, I don't, 3,000 passing yards is a, is a big jump, but he's got to make that adjustments if he's going to stay in the league, yeah. to your point. Like, they've already said, we're committing to you, which yep. I'm glad they did, and they moved off of that pick and, and gave him the vote of confidence that this is your team. There was a lot of questions about it, and he's going to put in the work, and we'll see. Uh, the, the, the reason I can't jump to Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts was all pro last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. hard to do. It's hard to do. Jalen Hurts took his team to a Super Bowl last hard year, to do. which is exceptionally Ooh. hard to do. Jalen Hurts was in the MVP conversation. Hurts also- Had he not gotten hurt, probably would have Come won the now. MVP. Come on. So that's a massive jump from three and twelve to can- winning, the, win, or being All yeah. Pro, getting to a Super Bowl, winning the NFC, and being in the MVP conversation. Fields has the talent, the mindset. I believe Ibrahflus is going to help him a lot. Mm. You're too- can I get one? I love me some Matt Eberflus as a defensive mind. Love him. He was recruiting me heavily when I was coming out of the draft. He played Not an like, offensive guy. He was a Cowboys. Well, if I, if I have a young quarterback, particularly a young quarterback who's a runner, I don't know that I want a defensive-minded head coach, and here is why. Last year, Justin Fields was running for his life like Joy talked about. An offensive coach would be like, you know what? Hey, let's scale back there. This quarterback is the future of the franchise. Eberflus, y'all know defensive coaches. We don't wear red jerseys. We don't protect the eyes. Eberflus is like, have at it. I read earlier today, Justin Fields, I believe he's going to take snaps with the ones this preseason game opener. I'm thinking to myself, you shouldn't be doing that. No, I agree. These other quarterbacks... Well, the only reason that, I'm saying you that, shouldn't be doing that is why? because Justin Fields is the Chicago Bears. No, he's not. He has to no, be. No, he's not. He's a quarterback, no, no, he's not. Listen. When a coach makes the quarterback play in the first preseason game, yep. it's for a reason. We need to see some more. We need to see. Agreed. We need to get, get some reps at it. And I, and I think he's, he's young. He's still young. I mean, there's games we threw for 60 yards. I, I'm, not, I'm not against come that. On, that. That I, didn't happen. But time out. Time out. I, it, oh, it did. But that's my thing. There's nothing wrong with playing a preseason game. He needs it. He needs the reps. He's yeah, young. Yeah, I have a problem with him playing. But the re- and real quick, y'all brought up Lamar Jackson, which I was trying to chill, but I couldn't. Not only did Lamar Jackson, you know, go for 3,000 yards and 4,000 yards rushing, but, yo, he won 13 games that like, year. Here's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's second behind Patrick Mahomes in, in winning, winning percentage. Here is why I brought, crazy here's why I brought Lamar now. We have to establish collectively as a TV sports viewing universe <laughs> how talented is Justin Fields. I, I believe Justin yeah. Fields is more talented than Jalen Hurts if you're just talking about physical attributes. If you're just talking about physical attributes, I think Justin Fields rivals Lamar Jackson. The reason I say that. Like running and jumping, you mean? Like just running and jumping? Running, jumping, throwing ability, all like physical attributes. The reason, the reason I say Jackson, that. Lamar Jackson won a Heisman. I, well, I agree with this. Yeah. Should take, I, this should take something. Well, kill Lamar you. Jackson did, in fact, win a Heisman. But as you brought up yesterday, and I knew it already this because so I studied good. college football, Justin Fields had 40 passing touchdowns and only four interceptions, if I am not he mistaken. He had 41 and three. Had 41 passing touchdowns and three yeah, interceptions. Yeah, they, they all do great at Ohio State. That is they fair. all play great at Ohio State. That is fair. Okay. But Justin Fields has been universally talented. He was drafted higher than both of the quarterbacks that we have mentioned. I only say that to say where you are drafted is typically a conversation of talent, not execution. Oh. Donnie Menzel has a documentary that mm-hmm. proves that out. So if Justin Fields is that talented. Mm. Now I just need to see him do it, because it is not far-fetched to say that Justin Fields is just as talented as Lamar Hurts. I think it is because we haven't seen that yet in the NFL. Like, I mean, Lamar is better than him in college, also. Close. 
No, it's it's close. close. It's very close. close. No, it's not, not I close. Think, I don't think it's not close. close. I don't think it's close. 41 touchdowns. I don't think it's close if you win a Heisman. But just because you win a Heisman doesn't necessarily mean that you're better than Florida. First of all, it means you're the best player in college football, for one. And two is, when you look at the Louisville freaking team compared to Ohio State's players, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? Because here's what we're doing. This is why we're getting crazy. I'm trying to, I'm trying to reel back in, Shady. Huh? I'm not trying to dump on Justin Fields. I actually think he's going to be a lot better this year, and I think he is talented. And I like Justin Fields. I'm glad they stuck with him. But can we just leave Lamar out of it? Yeah. Like, like, let's just be realistic. Like, That's all. Just be realistic. Remove, remove the only unanimous MVP that plays the same position that yeah, he does. Put, that won the Heisman here, and that won, yeah, that won 13 the games. And then just, let's just put him over yeah, here. Put him over there. And, and, and Jalen Hurts. No, here's the problem. Like here's the problem. No. Shady doesn't believe in Justin Fields. That's that's the problem. And that's where you're wrong. I don't believe he has the talent, the mindset, and most important. Let's let's slow down. Let's slow down for the viewers. Right. So, down, so, so it's down. not that I don't like Justin Fields. You don't believe right? in him. Well, I haven't seen it because you haven't seen it. We saw last year a dude that had something. We saw it. His speed, elusiveness. Yes, I've seen that. You didn't say throw the ball well last year, did you? I didn't. I didn't. Did you see that? Did you see that? I'm not a quarterback guru. Okay, how about Justin Fields? Like, if we talk about how much he runs and all that, as the, about the defense coaches, but if you really watch a lot of them long runs, or passes. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm out. Scramble, he gone to the crib. But that goes back to him not having the reps yet to understand Co-sign. when to stay in the pocket. Cosign. Jalen Hurts I'm did with the you same on that. thing earlier. Jalen Hurts. I'm with- I'm with Jalen Hurts did the same stuff no, earlier. Here, here, here's why I will not put them to the side. Because at the end of the day, if Justin Fields does not have the talent, it's a wasteless conversation. If he doesn't have the talent, then it does not matter how hard he works. He, does. he, he, is, he, tries he, he is talented. I, but this isn't a participation But we're doing trophy. comparisons here. Like, Lamar Jackson was the unanimous MVP. He has the second-best regular season winning percentage only to Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes right. who is the, is the consensus best player in the league. He won a Heisman. Like, let's just put him over here. Jalen Hurts in his second year threw for over 3,000 yards, had 16 passing touchdowns, nine interceptions, and ran for an additional 784 yards. And that, yeah. I, that was his second Ooh. year. And they went to the playoffs. So the, obviously and they went there, was to the lot, there was a lot of talent there also, but Boy. I don't care. He was playing the quarterback position. So I, I, I love the raw material that Justin Fields has, and I think he is talented. But we, this is the year to go put it all together. got to see it. I don't want to put Jalen Hurts in the same category as Justin Fields, and I don't want to put Lamar Jackson in the same category oh as Justin Fields. But that wasn't yeah. the question. The well, question the question was, was, can he be this year's Jalen Hurts? Right. So we're saying we say no. What, I'm, saying, what no. I'm saying, though, Shady, is in order to be somebody, in order to be something, Joy, you ran track. First and foremost, yo, do you have the speed to run sub-11 seconds in, in the 100 as a woman? Like, do you just have the talent to do it? I don't care about all your, your block star. I don't care about your finish. I don't care about nothing. Yes. Do you have the talent? So the reason I'm trying to establish Justin Fields' talent level is because for us to have a meaningful conversation, there has to be established, does Justin Fields even have 11 and 6 talent. But talent is so much more than just raw physical ability. It is. It's so much more than it speed. Is. It's, but so, it's, that it's so much more than, than hands. It is. It's, it's vision. It's understanding the game of football, but which is first, which is moving at all times. It's, it's being able to read defenses. It's wanting to know to bail out of the pocket. And and it's, it's have y'all seen that? The what she just said. It's, it's, it's delivering. I have, every seen money well, earlier she like, said, y'all haven't seen that, that last, not, last year. But the, the quarterback raw material and physical ability and speed and running ability and all of that that's one part of talent. Yes, but to me, that is the that is the, the ticket to just get into the door. 
Like, for example, we established that. That, that, that's right. what I'm getting at. It's like I tell people all the time, I was a really smart football player. I did not have the physical talent to guard Shady McCoy more often than not. I could guess right because I knew how he would stem you for an outbreaking route or sh- uh, line you up for an inbreaking route. So I could guess right, but I just did not have the talent to enter into the conversation for that. So I'm trying to establish with Justin Fields, does he have the talent to five? Just off rip, does he have the talent? I, mean, I, I just ask, because I'm about to be done with this topic. When you say talent, I'm talking to you two. When y'all talk about talent, y'all keep talking about, is it more of the, the running ability or is it more of him throwing talent? I'm just trying to figure that out. So I know from my I notes. I think we've established <laughs> definitively that Justin Fields has the running talent. I think there's oh, no question about that. I, I'm on board for that. You're yeah, on board, yeah, I'm yeah. On, we're on board for that. Yeah. The yeah. physical tools, the size, the arm strength. No, 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 no. Just, just, just the, we know he's the running. <laughs> Thank you. Come we're, on. We're, the arm strength. You've been good in court. Yes, very good. Ooh, very good. But we're talking about the throwing. He has it. He has it, yes. Yeah. Have you seen that last year? Pockets. Pockets of it. We pockets. saw glimpses. Not in the pocket. They didn't surround him with enough. That's why they brought see, in DJ see? Moore. Okay, so we're going to wait. That's the, everything but I'm saying. predicting. <laughs> if this is a okay. prediction. Okay. If we're in Vegas right now and we're the over-under, all that, Ooh. I'm predicting that Chicago's going to be a lot better with the main reason being Well, can we Justin make a well, since, well, since We got Jay Money here. Can we make a, a prediction right now? Yes. That, a dinner between us? What you yes. want to do? So let's I'm go so, with wins and let's go with yards. All right, I'm going to say. you going to piss me off. I'm going to hey, say. Let's document this. Nine plus wins. Nine, nine plus wins. Nine. No, I'm putting it down. Nine, nine wins. Nine plus. Wow. You win a division? Nine wins. Nine wins. Nine wins. Nine, nine wins. Nine wins. So your borderline playoff. Yep. I'm going to say over 3,800 total yards. That's good. That's okay, that's not bad. Over, over. Over 3,800 total yards? Total yards. Rushing in. Total yards. 800 rushing, 3,000 right. passing. And, 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 okay. and over 27 touchdowns. Total. Okay, total. 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 Well, wait, now, what's the bet? I don't like all this talk. What's the so, bet? So, so there's, th- there's three Ask bets. Him. I'm good. No, no. There's, there's I'm confident. Three. I just need it. Whoever wins two out of three. Oh. So, that's, that's cool. So that's cool. it's two out of three. Hey, um. To win a division or no? Do you want to No, I'm not. Okay, okay. Nine okay. wins. Okay. If they, if they America, win. America, what we doing? Dinner, what we doing? Oh, yeah. Dinner, steak dinner. I'm, steak I don't eat meat, but I'll buy you a steak dinner. A little Last wine, question. Before we, we sign a dinner. Dinner. Yeah. Before, Before we, we shake on it, can I bring the homies? Or a date? A, no, one. a date. A, a one. double one date. Because, because honestly, honestly, my wife will love your enthusiasm for the game of football. I'll bring her some eye candy. She'll like my date. Bring some eye candy. All right, Dave, we got some. Let's speak. We got some. We got some. Y'all heard it here first. Hold these two accountable. Okay, when we return, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers' former squad, the Green Bay Packers. You got players saying that Jordan Love is a Hall of Famer. Wait till y'all hear about that. Yo, that's next. Will the love make them reflect? Forget about Rodgers. All right, Jake Money. We on. We on. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <laughs> What's up? 
up, family? Okay, Aaron Rodgers, he's out of Green Bay. He's out of the building. Well, enter in Jordan Love for his first season as a starter. And you got to hear what offensive tackle David Bakhtiari had to say about Jordan okay. Love. Speak up, David. What he said. Where do you think Jordan is at at this point, you know, a couple weeks in the camp? Not Hall of Famer for college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you like you saw from him today? Hall of Famer for college. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he was fine. I mean, I, I, Jordan's Jordan. What I like the most that he came like himself, so that's exactly what I want to see. I'm just happy he's on the field talking, right? Because uh, Bakhtiari, he don't never really play ever. He's always hurt. Biggest dude on the team is always hurt. So I'm happy he's on the field. Speaking about football, happy he's on the green grass. Because he's going to be missing six, seven games like every other year. So I'm happy he's playing and talking. I, I do wonder what? how Bakhtiari feels about being left behind. Like Bakhtiari and Rodgers were like this, just like Cobb and Rodgers were like this, just like Lazard and Rodgers were like this, right. and everybody else went to the Jets. I do wonder how Bakhtiari must feel like, hey, man, we ain't got no room for you, big dog. So we already got Mekhi Becton over here. He ain't going to play. So he's he not even going like, to play that much. Bakhtiari, he has missed time. He has missed time. Joy Jordan Love has missed time because Aaron Rodgers was ahead of him. There was mm. no time for him. Will Jordan Love make the Packers forget about Rodgers? If they make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs or he looks, looks like the future, mm. they have a, you know, middle of the road season, miss the playoffs, he looks okay, don't, we don't have any really aha moments. No, we're going to be talking about this for sure because we're not going to forget about Aaron Rodgers. And if the Jets make the playoffs or they do anything at all, it's going to be a very stark contrast and things are going to start to go like this That's pretty fair. quickly. Because keep in mind, the Packers are the one that initiated the breakup. They, 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 had, they had the first conversation. Well, they just publicly went and traded up and drafted Jordan Love. They actually didn't have a conversation, but they initiated this. So you better look good. Y'all the ones that was out here playing. He better look good. He better look good. Good. They don't have to win the division or make the playoffs, but he better look good or you better do that. Because keep in mind. Aaron Rodgers didn't look that great last year, and they didn't win the division, and they didn't make the playoffs, and they couldn't beat the Lions to do that. So there is some wiggle room here for the Packers to, to come out of this a, a little unscathed, but that's going to depend <clears throat> on how he looks or how they finish the season. So I've been a Jordan Love believer since Utah State. I think he has all the tools. What we haven't seen is the production on the field because he hasn't been able to play. Yeah. He sat for three years. He sat behind arguably the greatest ever. What he has done in those three years is gotten significantly better. And I know that because people way smarter than me have told me, go back and watch the Philly game. You remember this game last yeah, year? Yep. Monday he did, night. He did good. Rodgers gets hurt. Love comes in. Ice cold. It's cold in Philly. That nasty. I've been to Philly. Lincoln, they are not very nice. <laughs> we ain't nice. They ain't nice. I ain't nice. Not nice. <laughs> and what'd he do? He came in and almost let a comeback. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, hold up. He did. He, did. he played good comeback. He almost had one. He almost let it. Man. Come right on down now. the field against a great defense, and he looked great. Now, I asked scouts, I asked the assistant GM, what's the difference? And they said the dude cleaned up his mechanics. He has been in the lab. Mm. It was never a question of talent with Jordan Love. He didn't play against a lot of people in college. He didn't play in the NFL. He's been playing against twos and threes for three years. Mm -hmm. We saw mm. it against Philly. Now, I know it's a small sample size, but it mattered. And it also showed the organization who just gave him a $22.5 million extension that we can count on you. Now, I'm not saying he's Bart Starr or Aaron Rodgers, but what I am saying is Jordan Love is going to be a very good quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Maybe it's not right.
right away, there will be a learning sample. He's going to have issues, like every young quarterback. Basically consider him a rookie or a second-year guy, even though this is year four. But he has the tools. He has the confidence of the organization. They have a ton of weapons there. Christian Watson, Dobbs. They have a great running game in Aaron Jones. Great He's very, game. very good. Yeah. Yeah. A good offensive line. I agree. To me, Jordan Love is the next good, really good quarterback in Green Bay. Now, I don't know what that means. Is it going to be an MVP candidate in two years? But I believe he is the next quarterback well, in Green Bay. Well, when Aaron came in to play his first year, they didn't have a great statistical or winning season, but you saw... You saw oh, it. You saw you tools. Saw, oh, okay. That's, yeah. we, we can work with this. This is why we brought him in. Well, so to answer the question, what will make the Packers forget about Aaron Rodgers? Will Jordan Love make him forget? If he can win a Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl or have a, a MVP top year, but other than that, come on. How can you make the... the the, how could your love make the Packers forget about Aaron Rodgers? That's, That's fair. He's done so much for the organization. He's been such a – he's a four-time MVP mm-hmm. uh, uh, winner. Like, that, 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 that matters. That's hard. Getting one or two was hard to do. He got four. And he brought him a championship. So, I do think that if he can show some type of um, – some talent, yeah. that he's going to be there for a little bit. He's going to be there for a while. He has, he, he's efficient. As a quarterback, he's a leader. All the different things, that's still good. But to forget about Aaron Rodgers? Nah. I, nah. Think, he, I, I think he can. But the one operative word here is hope. Yeah. You got to give the Packers hope. Hope sustains life. I think about Shady, the Dallas Mavericks. Dirk Nowitzki was all Mm -hmm. everything. I'm from Dallas. He was all everything. When Luka came in, we didn't forget about Dirk. There's literally Nowitzki Boulevard right right there right right. by Harry Hines. But you're like, oh, Luka gave Mavs fans so much hope that you're like, oh, thanks to everything you did, Dirk. Appreciate you. Like, we'll see you. We good, though. If love can give the Packers hope, he ain't got to win a Super Bowl in my mind right away, but if Love can go out there and throw for 30-plus touchdowns, 10 or fewer picks, if he with Matt LaFleur can go out there and, and have a 10-win season, if he can just show promise, give him hope, then I do believe you'll be like, oh, you know what, we're we going to be all right. I even think about, remember what Jalen Hurts did after the Eagles were in complete turmoil in 2020 with Carson Wentz. First game out there, he beat the Saints, mm-hmm. over 300 total yards. All of a sudden, the Eagles were like, oh, he might be all right. We got now, Jalen Hurts lost the next three games. I believe he started one and three his rookie season. And then the next year went nine and seven. But there was still, and you know, you watch all these games intently. Oh, we, we might have something. Then the next year, all of a sudden, Eagles are in the right. Super Bowl. I, in my mind, <clears throat> just give them some hope. Give yeah. them some hope. I, I, I see it differently. Like, even with, with Luka, I think Luka is a tremendous player. He's been a, a doll since he got in the NBA. I think it was a part of, like, first of all, Dirk has brought that, that team a, a championship. Yes, sir, he you did. Know? Yes, sir, he did. Luka, One MVP. A lot of talent. Yeah, but, but I think when people started to not forget about um, Dirk, but it was okay to not have Dirk no yeah. more, yeah. is when he took him to the Western Conference Finals with that team. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we got a shot. We going to Western Conference Finals. Correct. With this group? So I need to see Jordan Love, like, do something to give me that. Yeah. It's not just, to, like, the play. It's like, okay, how can I – what can I do with this team with the Packers? And if he can take them to a certain place or win an yeah. MVP or have a first team – Something. That, Something. That's the, you know, the reassurance. I mean, forgetting is like a big word. Of course. Like, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, it's like a, they're not going to like forget Aaron Rodgers. He was there. They didn't for forget Brett Favre, but right. they moved on. Yes. Yes, but it also took Aaron doing what he did well, for them to get there. I'm, I'm with you on that. So forgetting is kind of like a probably a little too much of a dramatic word. I'm looking at it more uh, temporarily. Like, okay, okay. Like, like as of right now or the next few years. Like, are they going to feel what's going to make them feel like this wasn't a massive mistake? This year would be, to me, him looking like he could, do, be, could be the future or right. them having a season where he's 
Maybe not quite there yet, but they end up winning the division. Like some promise. Whatever. Yeah. Some promise. You know what I'm hearing? Oh. Same thing. Oh, yeah. Same you know what I'm hearing? You want to hear? You want to see what happens when Jordan Love gets punched in the mouth? We talked yeah. about earlier. Yeah. You want to see well, what happens when this dude gets well, hit six times and ten plays mm. and is on his back? Can he respond? And I believe the answer is but yes. But you know what's interesting? Or you throw two picks. Fine. How two do picks. you respond? But two you picks. know what's interesting? Yeah. Like that Schultz to me is the next step. Okay, so before he gets there. I don't even need to see adversity. How are you going to be when everything's good? Okay, right? fine. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I don't even know how Jordan Love going to yeah, be right, right. That's before he throws two picks. Right, right. Like, That's a good one. Let me just make you sure know, he's good beforehand. You know what? This, this reminds me of the movie, my favorite movie of all time, Shawshank Redemption. Hope. Hope is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. What did you say? You hope drives. What was the way he, he said something really I, good? I, I, he, 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 he know all the sayings. It was yeah, all the sayings. You don't drives know? Out the this dude like time. Malcolm Gladwell over here. It drives out the darkest time. Okay, so to me, that's a good. Th- hope is a good thing for Jordan Love. We're gonna see it. And and and, and goodness gracious, the Packers have the quarterback. Well, as, as in, Emmanuel you hope he's Gladwell. good. He's got some mal- he's got some isms. He's got some isms. Oh, dog, right? I mean, no question about it. I mean, we got yeah. horns up, horns down. Whatever. He's got some mal- <laughs> we're, never gonna talk, we're never gonna yeah. recover from that. Yeah. We don't have to hear I mean, that. We both like, be writing bestsellers. Best we both be writing number one New York Times bestsellers. You know? Hope is a good thing. Maybe even the best of things. A good thing one's up. Die. <laughs> Okay, I got to go to commercial break. I got to go to commercial break. I'm feeling around in here, I mean. Okay, (laughs) Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they got all the Super Bowl confetti last year. But what in the world will stop the Chiefs from repeating? Wait till you hear these answers when we return. Next on Speak. See, Schultz, I know I like you, big dog. I will. I will. That boy's smooth, ain't he? Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, well, the Chiefs have been living the fine life as of late. They just won another Super Bowl a few months ago, but that was old news. Now the team is trying to repeat champs. They'd be the first team to do so in nearly 20 years. Tom Brady, the only quarterback who has led that in the last two decades. Patrick Mahomes was asked about what's driving him this year. Take a listen. I understand that. Um, you don't have these windows where you can win Super Bowls too long usually, and uh, luckily for us, that window's been very big. Once you win it once, you, just, you, you have that, even that more fire to go do it again and have that parade in Kansas City. 2-5. Coincidentally enough, you won back-to-back Super Bowls, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, two different teams, but your first Super Bowl was with that man, Patrick Mahomes. Nobody doing a daily show can say that, winning a Super Bowl with Pat. So, what would stop the Chiefs from repeating? Patty. I love Patty. Um, I got to say this. I got to say, first of all, the AFC is already tough, a tough um, division already. And it's been hard for teams to go back to back, right? That's the history. It's been hard to do that. But the main factor is them Eagles. Yeah, we ain't like that taste in our mouth. Yeah, they beat us. Yeah, it was a close game, but they beat us. And we know that, man. We coming back. So I, I think if anybody can stop the Chiefs, it's either that, that, that division and, and history of, of teams not going back-to-back for over 20 years yeah. and the Philadelphia Eagles. That's re- very well said. Joy, where are you at with it? Yeah, the AFC is loaded. It's a really long season. It's tough this year. Teams that last year didn't quite get there are working harder. They got, that, they got that chip. You got the Bengals way in there. They ain't scared of the Chiefs. 
You've got the Bills trying to get over the hump, all of this mm-hmm. quarterback talent, a lot of really great coaching in the AFC as well. Now, that's not matter really for the Chiefs up until this point outside of the Bengals, but it's, it's, a, it's a long season, and it's hard to repeat, and they haven't repeated, and no one has for almost two decades, as you mentioned. So it, it's not so much that I don't think they can get back. Can't really say that about the Chiefs at this point. Like, they can get back to the Super Bowl. But to get there, to win it, the Eagles, like, who, who's to say that they, that's, they're going to get there and beat the Eagles if it's, if it's a rematch? And a rematch alone is difficult to do. So I just, I, it, it's a lot. It's a lot, particularly in the AFC. The number one seed has been the blueprint for them. Two out of the three years that they've gone to the Super Bowl, one of them they've won, they've had the number one seed. It's gone through Arrowhead, the AFC. Why wouldn't they get the number one seed? Chris Jones. He's holding out. We talked about Aaron Donald. He's probably next up in terms of most dominant defensive tackles. 15 and a half sacks last season, 17 TFLs, 29 QBRs, QB hits, and he had two sacks against the Bengals. I mean, he is beast. Like you guys said it. They don't win the Super Bowl last year without him. He has been the most dominant. You need to stop. Chris Jones is the guy. So, Chris Jones, number one seed. Cincinnati's coming. Buffalo's coming. Philly. I mean, Seattle. <laughs> I told you Seattle's good. I, I, Wait, you, yo. I, I just having a little fun. I have a little fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I do think the number one seed is, is essential, and I'm not sure you get it without Chris Jones, who's currently not in camp. I would just say the Bengals would be the reason that the Chiefs don't go back. I mean, we always talk about Patrick Mahomes, and rightfully so, five straight years, AFC Championship games. But I remind America, what's not talked about enough is, whenever Pat- Joe Burrow is healthy, mm-hmm. the Bengals are also in the AFC Championship game, obviously being the last two years. Regular season, I believe Joe Burrow, six touchdowns, no interceptions, versus those Chiefs. More than anything, the Bengals are not scared of the Chiefs. Shady, I don't know if you can attest to this, but I can attest to this in, in my playing career, is like, Before you ever beat a team on the field, you can beat them in their heads. Mm -hmm. Like, they can be intimidated just knowing they are going up against you. The Chiefs usually have that advantage. But the Bengals aren't worried about the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Bengals have beat the Chiefs, I believe, three out of four times, if I am not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So the Bengals, in my mind, are the most eminent team to stop the Chiefs from repeating. The Eagles could be there, obviously, from the NFC, but they'd have to get past the Bengals first. That's why I would say the Bengals. I I mean, yeah, I just, and we had to have an answer for this, right? I I think the Chiefs, I mean, they're a really, really good team, really great team. Coached very well with with, with quarterback play with Patrick Mahomes. So I could see them going again, but if we had to pick a a reason why they won't go back, is one is the history part of it, and then two is like, I don't think they're worried about the, 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 the Bengals. Bengals. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they, they beat them, right? But the Chiefs beat them when they needed to beat them. So I don't think they're worried about that. I just think it's – it might be a team that you don't even expect. It might be the Bills that might beat the Chiefs. Well, Jacksonville. I, don't, I, won't, I won't go that far. But it might be a team like, like uh, the, That's the, not the, Baltimore. The, the Jets, Baltimore. the Ravens. Like, there's might be a team that we're not expecting to beat the Chiefs. It might beat them just because of how good the AFC really is. It only takes one time for you to, to not play your best game. Right. That's the thing. I, I, I hate when people be trying to, like, figure out well, who's the better team and this and that. You don't need to know that. This is for that game who's the better it's team. It's like March Madness. It's the like, one come game. Come on. The Chiefs, one game. really, really good team. And it might be a team that you're not expecting to beat them, and they might beat them. That's football. But don't you think, though, 2-5, like, as I look at it, the Chiefs are usually so good that in those big moments, they don't have to play a perfect game. Like against the Philadelphia Eagles, the Chiefs, as you all know, even Patrick Mahomes, he didn't play a perfect game. Mahomes statistically was very unimpressive 
You know what I mean? Statistically. Subaru? Statistically speaking, in the Super Bowl. I don't know, man. Statistically. I, I, I ain't going with the stats. That boy I, I tell you. He's just saying the turn numbers. Turn that light on. Agree, agree. I'm just saying, like, I you get, look I, at the I, numbers, I'm you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody going to be wowed. So, do you, do you think that the Chiefs will repeat? Like, would you go as far as to say that? It's so hard to repeat. But if it had to pick a team, right, it has to be the Chiefs. I mean, think about this. They got rid of Tariq Hill. He's part, probably one of the one of the best big playmaker and wide receivers that's been ever, in a long ever. time. Yep. Since Deshaun Jackson, right? Yeah. And when they got rid of him, I said, there's no way they can win without him. I play on that team. I know Andy Reid. I know what type of plays he want to run. I know what Pat loves to do. He wants to go deep. There's no way they can go back. And they go back, and then they win. And the offense looked better without Tyreek Hill than with Tyreek Hill. I couldn't even imagine that. So to say that they can't go back to back is hard because I, I doubt them before when they didn't have their best offensive weapon, they still won. Their defense wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about the Chiefs' defense. Chris Jones, yeah, but not the defense. And they still are winning. So you can't count this team out. I'm telling you, Justin Ross is a difference maker this year. He's a beast too, a young beast. Justin Ross was undrafted because of medicals two years ago. He averaged over 20 yards a catch at Clemson. We've talk, we, we have seen how many Clemson receivers come yep. in and have dominant careers in the NFL as a receiver. Justin Ross has all the ability in the world. They love him there. He is healthy, and he's going to be a very important weapon. And another thing is, and when you watch that Super Bowl game, it was crazy seeing like how well Andy Reid outcoached our defense. Yes. yes. Where in the Super Bowl you see a, yes. a, a touchdown uncontested? But not one, Twice. two of them. Two of them. Too so old. as much as I want to say the other teams could beat them, which is true, but they do stuff like they out coaching you. Because Andy Reid isn't there's no competition for Andy Reid. And there's no competition for Patrick Mahomes. So that's a good point, man. So what's you your answer? Like that. No one's no one's beating them. I, I, mean, say, I mean, I mean, whoa, 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 I can't say nobody. I'm Nick. just saying I'm making good arguments on both cases. <laughs> the Chiefs is like that. Maybe you should be a lawyer. But you got the boy in the green, but them boys in the green, yeah. Listen, Jalen Hurts, I, I had to make a call because I heard stuff on, on Instagram that he's um he has a picture of him leaving the field when they lost. Yes. I said, that's, that's, that's not real. I had to call. Oh, it's real. Not only is it it's his phone, it's his iPad. He got all these reminders. So, yeah, he's pissed off. You know what he did last year? Come on now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, we return. The Jets, they also have Super Bowl aspirations. But yesterday's practice was far from that. Are there already issues in New York? Aaron Rodgers said the passing game is one. We'll address it next on Speed. Okay, the Jets are going to get a lot of primetime coverage this year themselves because of the arrival of future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. But yesterday might have been a reality check. Jets went three and out on a two-minute drill during a joint practice with the Carolina Panthers. Rodgers said of the passing game, quote, there were some issues. There were some issues. Shady, I understand I might be making too big a deal of what I am about to say. Clearly, it is training let me, camp. Let me listen then. There will be issues. But the reason... I'm, I'm highlighting these issues is because the Jets can't afford to start slow. Like, their record does not afford them the grace to starting slow. Buffalo Bills opener. Then you got the Cowboys. Then you got the Eagles shortly thereafter. They don't have the luxury of starting slow. I was watching Netflix's quarterback, and I vividly recall second game, week two, Vikings versus Eagles. We were all watching. It was prime time, I believe. Uh, everybody came to the crib for that game. Kirk Cousins said, man, because of my first-time head coach, I didn't know if I should have made the check from this pass to the hot route. Instead, he doesn't make the check. He said the game went spiral from that moment if you got passing issues right now 
Will they get fixed for the young receivers? Not for Aaron Rodgers. He'll figure it all out. He's been with Daniel Hackett before. But like we were talking about, Corey Davis, former, I believe, second-round pick. You start thinking about Garrett Wilson. You start thinking about Brees Hall. These players that aren't familiar with Nathaniel Hackett, 105 days from when Aaron Rodgers was traded to the Jets till yesterday, we heard nothing. No issues. No drama. No beef. 105 days. The first day you see somebody in a different color jersey, now there are passing game issues. 105 days, no issues. First day you see somebody in a different jersey, now you got issues. That's why, Shady, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really picking at this a little bit more. Corey Davis, former first-rounder, excuse me. That's why I care more about this than most. Emmanuel Asho. Yes, sir. Do you think that the, the, the Jets will never have issues with the passing game? Ever in practice? I'm asking. I'm, asking, I'm sure they will. Okay, what about the running game? Did the running game will ever have an issue? I'm sure they will. The Bills, they play the Bills first? Yes, sir. We you think the Bills have a bad uh, offensive passing uh, day? I don't think they got issues right now. Training camp? In training camp, hold on, hold on. In training camp, you don't think that the Bills will have a, ba- a bad day in a training camp? A bad day, yes. Okay, in the running game, too. Yes. This is football. I'm surprised you made that big deal about this because this is football. You, you're going to have bad, bad days. This is what camp is for, right? I mean, uh, granted, he's not out there throwing three picks. Mm-hmm. That's like alarm. Like, oh, what's going on here? He's just having a, as an office, they had a bad practice. That happens. What's going to happen is now, after they have the bad practice, they're going to go to the film room, the young guys, Aaron Rodgers, and they're going to watch it. How can we get better? Let's get better. And then the issue is, if you do the same thing the next day, then that's a problem because we, we went over the, the corrections. So I don't think it's a big, this is not a big deal. This is, this is camp. This is actually, seriously, this is an example of what camp really is. You're just going over the corrections, trying mm-hmm. to get better. Now, hold up. Now, 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 the defense had a great day. Um, um, of course. Um, the, the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say the next day they have a bad day. It's like, this is what it's for. I'm not mad at good day, bad day, right? Good day, bad day. What I'm mad at is, like, I don't like hearing the word, Joy, passing game issues. The Jets are supposed to have a highly fixed passing game. We know the running game was good last year. If Brees Hall didn't get hurt, it might have been great. When I hear passing game issues, I'm like, bro, y'all just saw the Panthers. Like, the Panthers aren't the Cowboys. The Panthers aren't mm-hmm. the Niners. The Panthers aren't the Eagles. Like, the Panthers aren't even the Broncos. They got, got like, Eric Brown, Brian Burns, cool. J.C. Horn. That's they cute. got guys. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. They're not the they Cowboys. Guys. That's, uh, yeah, yeah they got, got, everybody is... got guys. Everybody and their mama got guys. Panthers aren't the Cowboys. They're not the Bills. They're not, they're not the Eagles. They're not the Niners. Okay, the Panthers are the Panthers for a reason. All right. Oh, I thought you were going to enjoy it. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on. Did, did, you said this is what camp for. This is what camp is for. This is what you have Aaron Rodgers for. To weather the storm and get to the next level. Now, you guys call me crazy, but I thought defenses were You're crazy. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, I made that way too easy. Come on, man. But defense is way ahead of offenses, especially early on in camp. Right? You never want to hear, oh, the offense is ahead of the defense. It doesn't right. happen like that. Right. On top of that, the Bucs were 7-5 and five when Tom Brady went there until week 13 when they had their bye. They weren't gangbusters. They were struggling. They were 500, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that the Jets are going to start 2-4, and four, but they got a crazy schedule. That's why you have eight. You have eight because Aaron Rodgers is there to say, okay, this is what's going well. This is what's not going well. How do we take that bucket and turn it into this bucket? This is how. Joy, you know what I haven't thought of, and I don't know why, because we keep focusing on Russell Wilson when everything went bad for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And we also focus on Matthew Stafford. We were on Hackett, too. Sure. But when we all, I'm talking players okay, okay. We focused on Matthew Stafford when things went right, and we focused on Tom Brady. But I don't know if enough conversation was had about the help. Because Cortland Sutton, young receiver. Jer- Broncos receivers. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, young receiver. Yeah. K.J. Hamler, young receiver. Uh, Javante Williams, young mm-hmm. running back. But with the Rams, Odell Beckham. Vet, 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 vet. Cooper Cup, all of a vet. 
Uh, who was our Higby. tight end? Tyler Higby. 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 Yep. Higby. Yep. Let's go to the Bucks real quick. Mike Evans. Come on, y'all. Yo, Chris Godwin. Yep. Chris Godwin. Yeah, Gronk. Vet. Gronk. He had Vet. Yep. A.B. Vet. Fournette. Um, Fournette. To some degree at that point in time, you could say, attest to it. Yeah. Vet. You got a vet in the running back room in LaShawn McCoy. The Jets receiving core joy is very young. So though we will focus on the quarterbacks, I do think maybe I'm just more focused on the help. I trust eight. I trust 12. I can't even call them eight. I trust 12. 12. But I guess it's just the, the, the running game, the receivers, the youth that I'm worried about when I hear issues. Yeah, I've been, I've been saying that. All these situations are very unique. The Bucks situation had Tom Brady, the greatest player of all time, coming into a situation with Bruce Arians, who was a seasoned head coach, had won coach of the year, had experience, mm-hmm. veterans everywhere, talent everywhere. And then they brought in Hall of Famers and Gronk and Shady. Still struggled. And still struggled. That's, that, was, that was that season. Then you have Matthew Stafford with Sean McVay, who went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. You've got Aaron Donald, the greatest defensive player of all time. You've got Cooper Cup. You brought in Odell. Ramsey. Okay, Vaughn. Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, Vaughn. Yeah. Right? And they, and they were already that, a team. What's the left tackle? Uh, Whitworth. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Big Whit. They ha- this, that was a completely different situation. Then you go to the Broncos. You've got Hackett, first-time head coach, a lot of young talent, mm-hmm. a defense that's solid. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I need to see a lot of this on paper as well. The issues word is a little, it's a little triggering. I trust eight, but does everything else line up? And, and how does that look when things start to fall apart? Because he's been through that, but has everybody else. No doubt about that. Well, coming up, Dolphins superstar receiver Tyree Kill. He made a crazy, bold prediction for this upcoming season. You are going to want to hear that. 2,000 receiving yards? Oh. Never before. But I think he can do he it. He's that good. He might get it. That's he nice. is that good. It's two playing. family let's check in on our social life dolphin superstar Tyreek Hill he wants to do something no player has ever done reach 2,000 yards Shady you think Tyreek can do it you play with him man listen yes he can he's that fast he's that good he gets busy with any quarterback gives out crazy work he can track that ball wherever mm-hmm. it's at. He's faster than everyone on the field. Yes. And then another thing is, J- Jalen Waddle is, is just yeah. as fast. So now you have to watch out the both of them. He's going to give 2,000 yards. If he said it, he's going to do it. If he's healthy. I think people don't make enough of how good a receiver Tyreek Hill is. I-, I am tired of the narrative of Tyreek Hill is just fast. Right. Mm-hmm. He, can, he can run right out. This dude is a legit technician. He... He's going to get 2,000. He's going to get 2,000. I don't know if he'll do it this year. He'll do it in yeah, his career, though. He'll do it in his career. Oh, as long as he does with the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, like, uh, speaking all this out. Watch out for Let's stick out Let's do it. Nice. Yo, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us this week. It has been an absolute blast and an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Great tub is next. Show us you the man. Yes, sir. Hey, great, Jay.